With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Back in the saddle again on a Sunday, 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 flapping our gums. Here we are, the magic podcast machine, because, hey, four hours a night, not enough. You knew that already. And we do this podcast eight days a week. And boy, do I know it. Eight days a week, scrambling to provide the podcast. And here we are back yet again in a rare and appropriate Rare and appropriate appearance on a Sunday, ready to go blah, 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 from west of the 405. For now, will he be moving? Will he tell L.A. County to go suck a lemon? David Gascon. I got uh, I got booted from a um, from a workout studio a few days ago for that exact reason. They uh, were not they following actually... the COVID protocol. Well, they yeah. So they they said we need you to wear a mask. Well, I didn't get booted. I just didn't go in. But they they basically said you need to be wearing a mask and you need to bring proof of vaccination in order to come into the to the facility. And so I said, well, why is that? Obviously, I was playing dumb because I knew the the mandate from from our king. And uh, they told me exactly what it was. And uh, I said, I need a refund. I will not be visiting your establishment. I do not agree with these. Uh, these statewide mandates and imposing those fines on individual companies that uh, that ignore it. So I said, "Peace out, give me my money back," and that's exactly what I did. I took my ball and I went home. Well, good, so, good for you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I have not been attending as many sporting events. I you know, have access to a lot of games. I've been to a few NFL games, been to the, the Dodger playoff games, but I have not been to any NBA or hockey games. And part of it is. The the mask uh, bullshit, which uh, if I'm sitting by myself and no one's around me, why am I going to wear Why do I have to wear a mask? <laughs> exactly. Uh, 
most re- most ridiculous thing in the world. And uh, so I've been been uh, not as active as I usually would be at this point. I've already you know, I've avoided that that scene and all that. But uh, when will it end? That's the question. Is it going to be in January, February of twenty twenty two? I don't know oh. if it will. I don't think there's any. There's no need for it to end, right? I mean, you well, it have. Has, the problem is, it it has ended elsewhere. But yeah, just not on the coast or the the northeast and the west coast. It hasn't uh, it hasn't slowed down at all. But I I told you the story when the Dodgers were playing the Atlanta Braves in the National yeah. Championship Series. The the Atlanta Brave beat writers like they weren't. They like they're from Georgia. They're not wearing any stupid man. They're like, screw you. <laughs> and then you got thing. like the LA writer the LA writers that are all like double masked and had their hoodies on and you know, oh, super yeah. scared about what was going on. Um make, you, you, make you mentioned bump- jokes, you know. No. You, you mentioned bumping our gums. When I was a kid, I loved the double dipping. I don't know if you did this, but I would buy a pack of strawberry and a pack of grape big league chew and I'd mix it. After uh, during every game, I'd uh, I'd be double dipping with a big league chew. That was my favorite brand of bubble gum back in the day as a kid. It was it was great. It's like it's like eating filet mignon and then eating a burger. Like when you compare it to eating gum out of a baseball pack, you know <laughs> the the stick of gum that was just stale. Yeah, yeah. Big league chew. What a great concept to teach children. Now, in retrospect, in hindsight, right. <laughs> To teach kids how to stick a wad of chewing tobacco in their mouth, but they're not old enough for chewing tobacco, so it's like a starter set, right? It's yeah. like it's uh, like, well, let's pretend that you are your favorite baseball player because growing up, yeah, for young punks, like watching this week in baseball, and like we have, we've had Lenny Dykstra on the podcast and some other people, they had these massive, they had like a a golf ball size thing of chewing tobacco. Yeah, in their in their mouth, it was wild, man. And Lenny didn't Lenny lose all his teeth? I think that might be from other things, but yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, the, the big league chew was awesome, and you felt like you were in the big leagues. You're you're in a little league park, you know. And there's like three people; they're all parents watching you, and but you've got a big wad of big league chew, and you got a little pouch in your back yeah. pocket, right? Just like the players. Uh, I mean, yeah. who would you remember? Because I remember Dykstra was one of them. I think Eric Davis was another. Uh, strawberry. Strawberry had a lot. Uh, there was Caminiti. A... Oh, Cam I mean, fuck, man! I got us to soul Tony Gwynn. Fuck. Tony Gwynn died of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sm- see, I'm trying to think. The, there was a guy in the Red Sox that had had a big. They were. I mean, pretty much everybody back in those days. Uh, yeah. The chewing tobacco was was insane, but. Dykstra was the biggest because Dykstra would – forget golf ball. Dykstra would have, like, softball. <laughs> he would go all in, and it was it was nuts, man. And it was, like, in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. There were ridiculous wads of, <laughs> of chewing tobacco. Oh. Uh, and as a kid, you're watching that. You're like, whoa, what is, uh, what is going on here? Like, uh, this is crazy. I just thought it was cool. Yeah, I mean, my grandfather, my dad's side was a smoker too, and I just thought that was just the cool thing to do. I had no idea yeah. how unhealthy and dangerous that was. Yeah, George Brett, he was another guy. Oh, George, Jesus, Brett. that's right. Yeah, he had a big, big thing in his mouth. I remember with the Royals back in the day, 
Oh, the pine tar incident when he goes out to home plate and he's just got that big ball of chew in his yeah. mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Nick Swisher, who worked he's oh, yeah. for us. Um, but the la- are there a lot of guys now? I don't really notice it. Maybe I don't pay attention to it. I don't think a lot of the guys are doing it now. They've tried to get rid of it. I think they got rid of it in minor league baseball. They outlawed it Yeah, in minor league baseball. But, man, there have been – been some big time uh, chewing tobacco people over the. I think Babe Ruth back in the day, uh, the Bambino. Oh yeah, one of the reasons he got cancer, they claim, is because of uh, his love of tobacco. Have you ever uh, tried anyway, it? What's that? Have no, I never. No, in high school, a bunch of guys on the football team did, and they would do it during class, and they oh, tried Jesus. to hide it. They tried to hide it. I remember uh, my, one of my buddies when I was high school. He, he had. He was sitting right next to me, and it was like really disgusting because he had like a water bottle. Yeah, and he would, you know, when the teacher turned their back on the class, he you know spit a little bit, and uh, it was. I saw it was in the bottle. And I was like, dude, that's pretty bad, man. You know, so. <laughs> Plus, my mom you know, put the fear of God in me. You know, like my my both my parents were like, don't ever smoke. You know, because they're they're yeah. when they were going up, their parents smoked and they had cancer and shit. You know, stuff like that. So. Anyway, but uh, no, you yeah, did, think, right? You did get your tobacco. I, no, I, I never did. Um, you did, my, you did. No, no right. my, my dad told me he had he had chewed once and got sick to his stomach and threw up. And then on my mom's side, my mom and her twin sister, I guess they, they tried smoking when they were teenagers. And my grandfather did what I think a lot of older parents did. was not He didn't say don't do it. He just basically fed them more cigarettes to smoke them all at the same time until they got sick. And they're like, we're never doing this again. And that that did the trick. <laughs> wow. Well, that that's great. That's the the chocolate chip cookie thing, right? They they are you allowed to do that anymore though? Or you're you're <laughs> yeah, called a user and an animal? And uh, that's my that's my truth that you're you're a horrible person, you know, and right. all that stuff. Um, yeah, because they they say if a kid like you know loves you know, you know kind of goes into the cookie jar, you sit him in a room with like seven boxes of cookies and you're like, all right, eat up and, you know, eat all the cookies, you know, and all that. And, and don't leave the room until you eat all the cookies and then you'll never want to eat a cookie again. You know, that kind of thing. So. Yeah. I always say that the night after I have tequila and for some reason I go back to the well. Yeah. Well, that's like the same concept with me when I eat uh, ice cream too fast and I get the brain freeze. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, shit, I hate this. I'm never eating ice cream again. And then two seconds later, you're taking another bite. Or, or you go, you go to the same concept. You go to 7-Eleven, you get like a Slurpee. You know? Slurpee, Oh, yeah. this is so good. And then, ah, oh, my brain, my brain, my brain. <laughs> and you're like, okay, all right. As soon as it goes away. All right, here we go. I am back. I'm going I'm going to the bank account one more time. I'm going back there. I've got my broomstick. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock away the, the coldness, and uh, you're in denial. Right. Uh, anyway, all right. We have amazing, amazing, wonderful, uh, powerful questions from uh, listeners. This is the actual mailbag sent in via Ben Maller Show on Facebook. That's our Facebook show page for the radio show, Ben Maller Show, and. A lot of questions on the email, realfifthhour at gmail.com, realfifthhour at gmail.com. Is that the legit and, email address? Because you have like 50 Gmail accounts now. 
I do. I have a lot of Gmail accounts. I have many Gmail accounts. And the reason I have a lot of Gmail accounts is because they limit the amount of space and they want you to pay for the space. Uh, so I just said, you know what? I, I, I can have as many, many Gmail accounts as I can. So I just keep adding new Gmail accounts. <laughs> I think I'm up to seven or eight. Not kidding. Seven or eight Gmail accounts. I believe it. I have like a catalog. Every time I just put the letter B E N, all of a sudden just populates all your damn email addresses onto my Gmail account. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, listen, Google could give you some legitimate space there for free. Uh, I mean, they steal yeah. all my information anyway, so they can just give you more space. <laughs> so, uh, they choose not to do that. That's their decision, uh, which is fine. But yeah. I'm, I'm looking at my uh, email. Let me see here. I'm looking at the um, number of emails I have. I have uh, the, the Ben Maller show account, which I use for, obviously, the radio show. I have a special email account that I use for the videos that we do on YouTube for the show. I have the Real Fifth Hour account. I have a podcast account, which I started for this podcast. Mm. And I also started a Benny versus the Penny account. So I guess I only have six, but I will be adding more. I will no. be adding more accounts. What email did you use when you met your wife on the online dating app? Oh, that was like a Yahoo. I think I was okay. like a Yahoo. That's so do you have a, a Yahoo? Do, now, do you have an AOL account that's still active too? Yes. Yes. I have AOL. That is my spam account. Like every old guy, that's my spam account. I a big AOL guy back in the nineties. And you got to have Hotmail then too, right? I do have a Hotmail account, but that's only because on. I usually use Bing, the search engine Bing, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you why. Because they track everything, but they give you points. I search a lot on the internet. I'm, I'm a big searcher, right? So I search a lot. And they give you these points you can cash in for gift cards. Oh. So, and I never, I never actually cash them in. But just by doing my job, searching the internet for you know things to, that I'm looking to talk about and whatever, maybe the definition of words or whatnot, I have when I want at my disposal three hundred dollars in Amazon gift cards nice. that I have waiting for me that I could use at any time. And I'm just waiting, waiting. I want to see how high I can get it. I actually have cashed out. I think I've cashed out about fifty bucks in in gift cards early on, but I don't even I don't even think about it. I just keep going over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, so that's my that's my thing. Anyway, let's get to the questions here. And yes. Kevin in Kansas in the leadoff position. Kevin says, "Dear great ones, Ben and David, it's that time of the school year again, where the weather changes and the cold and sore throat season is upon us." He says, Ben, would you please repeat the garlic clove prescription? And what are any side effects? Uh, there you go. All right. I can do that briefly. So the garlic therapy. Now, there's a couple ways to approach it. Garlic is a natural antibiotic. It is the original old world medicine before modern medicine. And uh, it, it's seriously, it's got the same compounds known in uh in uh, antibiotics are in garlic, natural antibiotic, uh, they call garlic. Now, for a sore throat, which is normally, for most people, the first sign of an illness, uh, and you should not take this as medical advice. This is just merely a guy on a podcast telling you what I do. So you take a clove of garlic, you slice it in half, you put one half of that clove of garlic on the right side of your mouth, you put one half on the left, 
you then suck the garlic juices like it was a hard candy, like a Jolly Roger candy. You do this before bed, and you don't obviously eat anything after that or drink anything. You do this before bed. The garlic healing powers, while you are sleeping, will attack the infection in your, your sore throat. And generally speaking, if you catch this early enough, the success rate is tremendous of nipping a cold in the bud. Now, if you're already sick, if you've, you've missed this opportunity, the other thing that you can do, which is much more painful, uh, is to take a clove of garlic and even a couple of cloves of garlic, as much as you can handle, and on an empty stomach, eat one to two cloves of garlic, you know, the heads of garlic, not the head, the clove, on an empty stomach. And the side effects of that, Kevin, are you will feel horrible. It is very hard to swallow raw garlic. It is very difficult to swallow raw garlic. It is horrible. It, you will think that you're going to die. Uh, it, it'll burn your throat. It'll, it'll feel really bad. And you'll feel bad for maybe 10 minutes or so. And then you'll drink some water. You'll get over it. And usually within a day or so after using the raw garlic on an empty stomach, not eating for many hours, uh, you will end up, the, the garlic will, will knock out the infection and you'll, you'll feel great within, within a day. That's usually how that has worked for me. But the side effects are no one want to kiss you. Uh, no one will want to be around you. But most people hate the smell of garlic. I like the smell of garlic. So it wouldn't bother me, but most people hate it. And so those are the side effects. And and, and the burning of your gums. I mean, you, the, again, the garlic is so pungent. It's so powerful that when you suck on it like a candy, it's burning your gums. Well, that's a sign that it's going to get infection out. Yeah. Have, I, have I gone in enough detail, Gascon, on the garlic therapy? I think. I mean, it, it was a perfect transition from talking about chewing tobacco. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Carlos, who says, the depressed Astro fan in Houston, Texas. Bang, bang. Uh, last week, you and Coop were talking about edibles, and Coop said that edibles are way stronger than weed, and I can confirm that that is true. I just want to say that it's your fault, he said, uh, Carlos, your fault that my high was ruined. Carlos says, I got so high that day. How high was he? He says, uh, Gascon, that he forgot to run an important errand, and he kept replaying in his head the public service announcement that we do on the show, drive high, get a DUI. <laughs> he says, I almost went into a panic attack because, uh, because of that, and my wife couldn't stop laughing at me. So thank you for getting me into an almost panic attack uh, says Gascon, when will you be filling in on the overnight show so you can claim your Benny Award for fill in of the year? Man, uh, Carlos, I, I did that earlier this year, I didn't get any award for that last year, unfortunately. Well, it's very competitive. Uh, Jonas is out of the running now, so you don't have to worry about Jonas. Jonas is no longer eligible for fill in of the year on the show. So right now, Danny G, who else has been on there? Uh, Wreck-It Ralph made an appearance. Uh, Oakley Dokley Do 
Ned Flanders made an appearance. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Ilo. Ilo was on there. He did a good job uh, back in the day. But I, I love the fact, Carlos, that that PSA resonated with you. That's good. <laughs> it's good. That should let the people that buy the, the PSA time, the government, should know that that's actually working. The only one that, that really has- stuck out to me was the, the Cougar Love one. The Cougars are coming. The Cougars are coming. The Cougars are coming. Cougar love. Uh, you know, I think it was was it Cougar Life? Was that it or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was awesome. Great advertising. Uh, <laughs> this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Dr. Abdul Qadir writes in. He says, I have been an on and off listener to the Maller radio show via podcast. Living in the East makes listening live not quite healthy, the doctor says. Uh, Let me cut to the chase. I discovered the fifth hour podcast just last week. How about that? The doc found us last week. Thank you for that. Uh, Ben, this morning's episode, he, he he emailed me right after the episode. The episode with David Gascon uh, tickled me a lot, he said, because you guys delved into the insane times we live in. It appears that most people blindly bought into several agenda-driven studies, which masquerade as scientific findings. It says the COVID-19 shenanigans and wokerism. See, he says wokerism. I say the wokerati. Wokerati in the media. And he says, cyber thugs act as the smelling salts to awaken some of us. Uh, he says, uh, great job, guys. So the doc, a new fan of the Fifth Hour podcast, and we are here for you all weekend long, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
I think there's a, a little bit of guilt when it comes to the sensory overload from overload be, with what we get. And don't you feel like that way in the sports world? Like there's just so much content out there, at least during the NFL season when, when it's major league baseball and the dog days of summer, there's nothing to, to chew on. But in the fall and in the winter, there's a lot of information. I feel like we get that with this topic. With COVID and yeah. uh, science and yeah. Well, the, the biggest problem is that people put too much stock in social media. That's the biggest problem. And we pointed out before it's, one to two percent of the general population in the United States is contributing content, and most are not, and most aren't even on there. Mm. So, but media companies and even political figures now—that's uh, the almighty, all-powerful. That's the public square for deciding what stuff's at. But it it leans politically one direction. It also is much younger than the, the people that actually are on there. And it's easily distorted. Yeah. As I like to say, it's like the Matrix, right? You don't know what's real, what's fake. You don't know what's bots, what's not. Uh, there are – what's that thing on, on Instagram that there are so many bot accounts? on? Like there's so many people that have a million followers or whatever on Instagram. I, I remember reading this. I forget the exact number, so I'm talking out of my ass right now. But there, there's so many people that have a million followers on Instagram because they're bot followers. Yeah. It's like more than are actually on the – more than the real legitimate users Instagram has. But they don't get rid of those bots because they, they, people use the, the website, so they don't care if you've got fake followers or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and Twitter talks, a good, Twitter talks a good game about that, but they don't really care about it either. They don't clean it up. You know How, how many of LeBron James' followers are legit and how many of the – what has he got, 20 million followers or something? And how many of those are just bot accounts? That's true. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sure it's not it's not ninety five percent legit. I know that. It's probably not ninety percent, you know, real or fake. You know, it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Cliff from Nashville writes in. Uh, he says, uh, Ben, just to prove we were at the resort. This is a guy that emailed. Remember, he said he was at the resort and he he had the uh, the gangster guy that was kind of giving him a hard time and all that. And, oh yeah. Uh, they bonded over the show. He sent me here. He says, the tattooed, cheating Astro fan was there celebrating his daughter's 15th birthday. He says, apparently it's a huge deal for young Catholic girls. Costs as much as a wedding, he said. All right. You know anything about this, Gascon? No clue. Is it Catholic or is it in the uh, Hispanic uh, community? I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. The 15-year-old uh, birthday party for a uh, for a lady. Oh, yeah, I think that's in oh, the... Quinceanera? Uh, yes, yes. Quinceanera, is that what they call it? Quinceanera. Quinceanera, all right. Yeah, in Latin America, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, like the, uh, you know, we, us, the, the Jews, we have the bar mitzvah or the bar bat mitzvah. mitzvah. Yeah. And you're 13. And so in Latin America, they have this when you're 15. Is it the same for dudes, or is it just it's just for girls, right? So the, do the guys not get anything? They don't get a party. If you're get, uh, a Hispanic descent, you don't get. No, uh, I don't know. I didn't get anything. I'm of Hispanic descent. They didn't have a big party. Did your sister have a? No. A no, no, right. no, no. We're a mutt. We're a mix, though. We're a pretty big mix of. 
Well, the key to a mix is to celebrate the the, the big events in that to, to, to go crazy. Man, we did for for New Year's. It was always my my grandmother or her sister's place, and it was always watching bowl games and homemade tamales. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I have. Fond memories of uh, Hanukkah and uh, and actually, my mom Passover, which is supposed to be like the worst, uh, you know, for you don't get to eat bread. Yeah, you know that the, the holiday Passover. But my it was always the greatest. I always got the fattest on Passover because my mom, may she rest in peace, to compensate for the lack of bread, she bought every they they they'd sell these brownie mixes and cookie mixes and shit like this that that was unleavened, you know, so you can make mm-hmm. it for Passover. My mom would spend, you know, three three days baking brownies, cakes, <laughs> uh, cookies, and <laughs> as a fat kid, I lo- I just ate all of it. I was like, "This is the greatest! I can't eat bread, but I can eat endless brownies and cookies." And it was uh, it now. Was would crazy. you would would you would you dunk in milk or do you eat them dry? You know, I I had a bad experience with milk. I combined milk with a tuna fish sandwich when I was oh. a kid. I, I, <laughs> I ever since then I've avoided the milk. I had a, oh. it was like a neutron bomb. It was a chemical reaction in my stomach. Yeah, and so I've uh, I've avoided that. Uh, let's see here. Rich writes in says home of the baseball bat in Louisville. He says is it fuzzy Komodo or fudgy Komodo? I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways, Rich. Now, I've actually I don't even know for sure. I think it's fudgy. I hear fuzzy though. And I'm wearing headphones. He's referring Gascon to a guy that calls the Insta Advice Line every week from Boston, and he's mm-hmm. got this cartoon voice. And he says, "I'm Fuzzy Komodo," <laughs> and but sometimes it sounds like Fuzzy Komodo. So I'm not sure. Uh, Vols fan Jimmy writes in from Fayetteville, Tennessee. He says, "Ben, how much preparation goes into the overnight show each night?" Staff meetings and material models. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Staff meetings. That's a good line, right? You know how this show works, uh, Jimmy. We have a we have a morning production call, Gascon. We get together. We go over some of the big stories of the day. Uh, then we have a dry run. We go over the show. We do a, a reading, like a table reading of the show. There That's go. usually about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. We do a table reading. Uh, then uh, Koopa Loop is busy booking guests and uh, you know lining up sound for the show, and uh, so he uh, he does all that and uh, and then I uh, I of course I roll in at uh, one minute before the show no prep. Coop hands me uh, notes for the monologue. Coop hands me uh, all of the work. I do no prep at all during the day, and uh, and then whatever Coop comes up with or the producer, I just repeat that verbatim. It's exactly what happens in a parallel dimension, Gascon. That's exactly what happens. That you just roll in there one minute before the show. Producer does all the work. You do the dry run. You do the the uh, the, the meeting, uh, the text chain, all that, and then the show goes on. Could you imagine if that actually happened? Like, would you feel uncomfortable? Like, would you feel awkward to be involved in something like that? I would feel like Jim Rome. No, I. Uh... <laughs> that's, a, that's a low blow. Uh, no, I, I like having having my hand in the preparation process. I don't know that I want to have my hand in the preparation process uh, forever as much as I do, but uh, yeah, I, I actually enjoy that. That's all the hardest part of my day is trying to find find things that are interesting that would be a, a good talk radio. There's stories that are 
good sports stories, but they're not good radio stories. Yeah. And for me, there's that sweet spot, the scandal. Love it. Check all over scandal. Anything involving palace intrigue, um, team coming apart at the seams. Those stories are always really good. Finger pointing, that type of stuff. Injuries, how teams will do after key injuries happen. That's always uh, great. Players, any kind of changing of rosters like the Odell Beckham story that had a little bit of everything to it. Yeah. So those, those stories are good talk radio, but like you know, some, some guys really force the issue and they, they do topics that I, I shake my head at. Like we really only break down games now, playoff games or primetime games we'll talk about, but baseball playoff games will break down. We don't break down regular season baseball games anymore. We don't. We, we, we've cracked the code. Nobody wants to hear that. So There's always a good one-off, though, like a Blake Snell and his My Life's on the Line and you know crap like that. Bro, I'm, I'm risking my life, but that's not a game story. That's Blake yeah. Snell on, on Twitch playing video yeah. games. That, that, that was a mouth-watering story. That was a great yeah. story. The Ben Simmons stuff is pretty good, too. Yeah, but that's also not really on the court. That's like off the court. Yeah, I had a buddy, buddy of mine that does a morning show back east, and he texts me. He says, when's the last time we did a whole show just talking about stuff that actually happened in games? <laughs> I said, you know what? I, I can't remember the last time I've done that. Maybe Super Bowl Sunday, but even Super Bowl Sunday is a lot of drama behind the scenes on what's going to happen after the Super Bowl or somebody said something after the game and got themselves in trouble. Some scatterbrain player said something stupid or coach. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of stuff. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Vahid from Nolens. The Big Easy, the Bayou, says, uh, hello, my friends. Big Ben and uh, D. Gascon. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's uh, Vahid 
from Saints Country, Nolens. Uh He says, wet dreams. How early did you get them? And what was the experience like? Well, he wants to know about our wet dreams. Uh, not talking about Doc Mike's favorite drink still happening. Uh, feel free to, to give a long answer. Love listening to you religiously. Radio show and podcast, Wolf. God love you, Vahid. Uh, thank you for that in uh, New Orleans. should go down to New Orleans. That's a city my wife wants to go to. There's a lot of places. I haven't traveled much lately because of the COVID stuff. But I, New Orleans, she, she really wants to go there. I've heard good things. and I've never been to New Orleans. I've heard good things and bad things. I've heard it's disgusting, dirty, old, a lot of traffic, terrible. I've heard it's amazing. The party never ends. It's wonderful. The people are nice. Southern charm. So I've heard two different versions of New Orleans, and it's possible that both of them are true. Yeah. It's possible oh, yeah. that both of them are true. So, But as far as wet dreams, I don't know what year it was. I I remember, though, when some of that stuff started, I was very confused because I I grew up with parents that did not exactly teach me the birds and the bees. They, uh, they assumed that uh, I would learn that at school. So, yeah, I don't remember when. As far as wetting the bed, I think I last wetted the bed back on Tuesday. So, <laughs> any, any wet dream stories, Gascon? There's any? nothing I need to share that would be uh, enticing to the ears of, of those listening into the mass audience. No. What the hell? It's, like, it's a right. random question to ask. It is a random question, but he was looking for a question. He just wanted to hear his name. So, Vahid, there okay. you go. There, there All right. Go. Uh, uh, Pierre from Springfield, Mass. Writes in. He says, "Alfie, you know, Piner. Ben, since your sidekick may or may not be moving into or around the North Woods, can we expect future podcast recordings from the two of you live on tape from the home studio?" He says, "Is there a chance that David did an end around and contacted Mrs. Maller in attempt?" To sublet a room in the Maller Mansion 2.0 in order to help you build your media empire. Now, that is from, from Pierre, uh, I would not know about that. Uh, have you circumvented the normal channel of communication here, Gascon? You, you've been talking a lot about moving, but you haven't pulled the trigger here. No, not there's, a, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of inventory. And so I'm looking more and more. The, the biggest thing that I've been looking at in some of the areas that I've inquired about is the awfully egregious rates when it comes to HOAs. The HOA yeah, fees are just awful. No, no, do do not do not do HOA. You're better off renting a room in a house or something, or renting yeah. a house. Be, I will never again. The rest of my life, I will guarantee that I will never make a deal with Frankenstein's monsters, those HOA. They oh. never they never go down. They only go up. And it's like you, you buy – I bought a, a condo, uh, the Maller Mansion, in Lincoln Heights near downtown L.A., near Dodger yep. Stadium. And the HOA, when I bought it, you know, it was reasonable. It was you know, a couple hundred bucks. It's gone up. I think it's 50% higher than when I bought it. What? Yeah. It's uh, because the building gets tagged with graffiti all the time because those guys from the Avenue gangs. Yeah. Because it's in Lincoln Heights. And so they tag the building endlessly. It's like a billboard for the fuckers. And so they end up having to spend all this money and they have to have somebody on call. They have a security, you know, they have to have a security guard because it's in a, a shit neighborhood. And so that's all covered in the HOA. But it's it's ridiculous how, and I'm still 
paying for it because it's underwater. But I'll never do that again. My brother lives in Manhattan, and you imagine the HOAs there. Oh, uh, and how well, they, that uh, those are co-ops, and so I think the co-ops pay you pay a lot more in fees for that. Yeah, he's getting clobbered, and it's like I, I understand with a house, you still you always have to pay property taxes, which is like paying rent anyway, right? Yeah. You have to pay property taxes, but it's like double jeopardy to me uh, in my head with buying a condo and then you not you still have to pay property tax. It's not like you don't have to pay property tax. You still got to pay that. And then on top of it, you have to pay for everything else. Like the, to me, the property taxes cover should cover the garbage. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, yeah. that stuff should cover them in the property taxes, but you, you, you end up having to pay twice. And I, I think I'm going to, that's a good idea to go shoot a note to I'm a pilot and see if I can move out to his neck of the woods. You're going to go to Texas. Huh? You move the to Lone Texas? Star state. I think you chased away I'm a pilot. We've not gotten any email correspondence. You have been successful at chasing away that nice couple in Florida, the very nice couple in Florida. I, think, love I think, think they're underwater, literally speaking. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, I, I actually emailed them saying, hey, uh, you know, what's going on? Just check, like a wellness check. They didn't write back. A wellness so, check. Yeah, I do wellness <laughs> checks. I'm a good guy, Gascon. I, 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 I'm concerned about these people when they stop. When they're part of the show and they're, they're not part of the show. We had a very interesting phone call the other night from beer drinking Brian. Was he who, sober? No, no. He was a little inebriated, not much by his standards, but he was complaining. He said he's going to have to go back to the hospital because he was urinating blood. Ooh. Yeah. And I said, well, why don't you hang up right now and go to the hospital, call an ambulance? He said no because he wanted. He was too cold in Missouri, and he wanted to wait till the morning. <laughs> All right. And I, I was like, you know, normally my experience is if you're bleeding blood, that's your body telling you, hey, dummy, get to the doctor. Yeah. Right. Get to a, a doctor and all that. And uh, anyway, he uh, he didn't do that. And then he wanted to talk about the Vikings and fire Mike Zimmer. So it was very <laughs> odd. A guy who's pissing blood uh, wanted to complain about Mike, uh, Mike Zimmer. So. Anyway, that was uh, that was bizarre. All right, uh, who is next here? Page down, page down. Neil from the real Miami. Question for you two. Uh, he says, "Have you ever meet?" He says, "You two dukes. Have you ever mediated, either alone or me- or meditate mediated, <laughs> meditated? Excuse me, meditated alone, or did uh, one of those hippie retreats? If yes, what was your experience like?" That's his first question. I've never meditated, although I have done. My wife made me download an app. Hold on, let me, let me look it up here. Hold on a sec here. Da, da, da. It's a box breathing. You ever done bro- box breathing? No, never. Yeah, she. it's one of her hippie things. It's a breathing exercise you're supposed to do to calm you down when you're stressful. Mm. So I have done that. And although the last time I did it was in May. So I haven't done it in a while, but I have the app here that tracks my history of doing the the breathing exercises. Uh, so I, I do have that, but I've never done meditation. Um, you guessed on any meditation or anything I, like that? I, I've done yoga in the past, and it is extremely hard for me to just zero in on nothing, like to lose lose thought and not wander and not think about anything yeah it's pretty it's it's extreme for me you just go from 
100 miles an hour to nothing, it's it's a challenge. I don't know if we can get away with it. I, I think the only way that I can get into that kind of state of mind is by listening to music. And uh, But obviously the musical patterns, they obviously will take shape in different tempos, and, and that gets me going or simmering me down a little bit. So that's about it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't do the meditation. I do listen. I've, I've told the story before. I, when I'm prepping for the show and I'm looking for stuff to talk about, I often have uh, I have a, a playlist of classical music that I will play or jazz music, kind of a mix of classical and jazz. That's good. And I'll, I'll listen to that. And that calms me down. Uh, my my wife says the only I, I never turn off my brain. I never unplug my brain when I'm here at, at the, the house. So she said the only time I do it is when we go out of town. So we'll go on like weekend road trips. Not We haven't done it re- recently because she was working on the weekends. But we'll go to like Sequoia, you know, and I'll, I'll hang out. I, I go out in that giant forest and I just told it's great. It's wonderful because it's you're out in the giant forest and I have no cell reception there. So I can't even if I wanted to check my phone, I couldn't check my phone. That's good. Because you're off the grid. Unplugged. It's, it's Neil. Uh, it's great. Neil also says any, uh, he says, give, give the renovation, given the renovation is on schedule and many of your possessions are in storage, which item do you miss the most? Not named the Rush Limbaugh pen. <laughs> no, I actually have the Rush Limbaugh pen. It's in my work bag that I have when I go to the, the studio. I have my work bag. It's there. I have the Steve Harvey. Uh, oh, no, that's, I don't have a Steve Harvey. I have the Rush Limbaugh pen, Pat O'Brien pen. Jay Moore pen, Tony Bruno pen. I have a collection of celebrity pens that I have uh, I've finagled out of the studios over the years. Uh, it says, uh, would you be willing to give all of it away uh, for a Clipper championship? Well, I think he just means the Rush Limbaugh pen. Yeah, I'd give the Rush Limbaugh pen away for a Clipper championship. He says, Gascon, what is the most prized possession you have? And what is the story behind it? Is it a high school football trophy back in the day, Gascon? Uh, um, were, you, were you the Heisman winner of the South Bay? No, I can't say. I can't say that. Uh, I can't say the family, right? I can't say the parents, the the sisters. No, I can't use that, right? Uh, yeah, I can't yeah. use that. I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think you can do that. No. You know, it's it's weird the the transition from when I was a young buck to where I am now, and then the exact change. I don't know if you and your dad were like this, but my dad obviously changed drastically from being a cop to being retired, like the dynamics just changed drastically where the lines of communication are wide open now where before back in the day, it was like open and closed. <laughs> it was, it was drastically yeah. different, obviously. And so I, that's a good question. I think the one, the one thing is I could ask that dude anything and I'm going to get the right answer or if I don't get the right answer pretty damn close. Like that's the one thing that I feel like nowadays, especially that's with great. just, you know, everything going yeah. on, I could ask him anything. And it's like, he's an extremely yeah, smart know, guy. I was always a mama's boy. I mean, I, my mom was my number one, you know, the ultimate mama's boy. And I wasn't really close with my dad. My dad had a corporate job. He worked at a computer company back in when computers were the size of a football field. <laughs> and, um, and so he worked at this computer company and it was actually we, we I used to bust my dad's balls because Bill Gates worked at his uh, company before he left to go start 
you know, eventually what led to, uh, you know, Microsoft. Uh, so he had worked there, but my dad didn't know him or anything like that. But I just, I just, you know, it could have been you, you know. <laughs> We've been yeah. much- anyway, but my I, my dad got lost his corporate job when I was in high school, and my mom had run a, a small business out of the house, and my dad. He was kind of at the age where you couldn't really get a job in the corporate world because he was too old. He was middle aged. And so they just ran the family business and built that up. But I really became closer with my dad when my mom passed away, like the last the last uh, seven, eight years or whatever it has been. Uh, so and I became close with him. But I I really wasn't all that close. With him. You know, it's kind of my best. My dad's pretty quiet and you know, I didn't talk that much. And uh, but you know, he opened so you. up a little yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like like that. <laughs> uh, I'm like a, I'm like I'm like a mix, you know. I I'm I'm, I'm a little I got a little you know, I, I think that's how that usually works, right? You got some of your mom's qualities, some of your dad's qualities and yeah, whatever uh, whatever that produces, whatever mix that produces, you've got there. All right, moving on from Neil, Fred in Spring, Texas says, "What foreign country would you both like most to visit and why?" J- Japan. You want to go to Japan? I want to go to Japan really bad. I'm fascinated with their culture and their discipline. And it's just a a direct opposite of what we have here in the United States. Like the United States is a giant melting pot of cultures, diversity, influence, you know, obviously religious, non-religious. But Japan is the exact opposite. They are strict with what they do. They're strict with their discipline. And um, and obviously they respect their... They respect their elders too. Right? Yeah, they, yeah. Unlike I, I think just the historical perspective too. I mean, you go to pretty much ground zero for for obviously Hiroshima, and uh, you know, yeah. you, you talk about some of the uh, you know real world historical pieces. You know, I, I talked to you about it a couple of years ago. I actually taking a trip to Auschwitz and Birkenau uh, and going to the concentration camps. You know, Germany and Poland and whatnot. So I think going to Japan that would be absolutely amazing. And I hear the people are fucking wonderful too out there. Yeah, yeah. I, as I've gotten old, this is one thing that's changed in my life. I, I'm, I'm more open to travel. I can't afford it, but I'm more open to it. <laughs> so there's a lot of places, Fred, I would like to visit. I did have, you know, being of uh, Jewish descent, I had relatives. I remember when I was a kid at a, a family bar mitzvah. Uh, there was one of the old relatives was there when I was a kid, and they had the tattoo from the concentration camp uh then and uh, oh, they were shit. old and fragile and all that i remember they made sure to show all those kids and at, at the time i didn't really get it you know because yeah. you're a kid and you're like what the fuck who cares you know you're just an old guy with a tattoo but right. then as i got older and realized what had happened i was like holy shit uh holy shit balls right but uh, yeah so going and seeing some of the that history also i got i got family i guess a lot of my family was from russia but it's now the ukraine mm-hmm so maybe check Neil, where Neil's from, and uh, I don't think Neil can help me out based on his uh, experience with the Russian government over there. No, that's I don't think he's uh, he's a good person to talk to. But uh, and, and I, I'd love to go to New Zealand. I, I did I did radio for a long time there every week on the radio in New Zealand. We've got a lot of listeners. Australia, like a combo trip, that would be fun. That would I will be cool never to go to that. T- I will never visit that that land of tyranny. Australia, you're, you're, yeah, or, or New Zealand, both, right? Yeah. They're both. Fuck that prime minister, yeah. yeah. Well, that's not going to last forever, though. At some point, you, you just hey. don't want to be there when the next pandemic happens, and then you're locked. You're locked in. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Man. All right, uh, Dave in Toronto writes in says, "Are jelly-filled donuts considered a uh, healthy in a diet?" He says. 
Hmm. Well, it's it's all about perspective. As a fat man, to me, it, it's a fruit. You're eating fruit. You know, my mom. What are you eating? I'm eating. Uh, I'm eating uh, apples. It's an apple filled the uh, you know jelly donut. You know, so I like I like that. Um, no, I don't eat a lot of donuts anymore. I love donuts. The donuts are great. A fresh made donut's one of the great things about life. Anybody that says that life sucks, eat a donut fresh out of the oven. Yeah. At, least, at least for five minutes, you'll think, you know, life's not that bad. No, unless you're diabetic, and then you'll you know, obviously. Can't. I, I, I would. I'm, I'm still a big fan of the donut holes. Oh, is that because you, you you can eat more quantity? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's probably. I mean, I I only go to McDonald's for two things: fries and the chicken McNuggets. And I feel like I'm the same way now with donuts. It's either donut holes or the uh, or the twists. Yeah, I love the tiger tail donut, which is like a cinnamon cook, a cinnamon uh, uh, cake mix. Mm. Uh, donut, really good, really good outstanding uh where i where i used to live in the area where i used to live there was a famous donut shop that had the tiger tail donut and uh that was just just great weren't uh, you next, next one, to one weren't, weren't you next to one in like hollywood wasn't there like a pretty good spot off of sunset? yeah there's a uh god what was the name of that place they they had the uh the cronuts uh the cronuts you ever had a cronut no what the hell's that that's a more of a hybrid donut. That's a that's a mix of a donut and uh, like it's like a croissant and a donut. Oh, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. good. Really good. There's a place on Third Street near uh, what is that? Uh, like the Park La Brea area of L.A. You know what I'm okay. talking? I used to live in Park La Brea. There's a place on Third Street that's got those really good. Really good, right near what's that big shopping center down there? Third uh, and Fairfax. So what, what's the name of it? Forget. You should live right across. The farmers Market's there. Oh yeah. And, uh, what is the name? I forget. Doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, next one from I didn't write down the name of this guy because I don't think he put his name. Ben. He says I was uh, I was just rear-ended today. That is now three times I have been rear-ended. Oh shit. Have you ever been involved in any accidents? Yes. Yes, I have also been. Uh, I've been in several accidents over the years. Twice, check this out. Twice I have been in a multi-car accident where suddenly traffic stops, and twice I stopped just in time to not hit the car in front of me. Right, mm -hmm. but the car behind me hit me. I got rear-ended, and in a chain reaction, got knocked into the car in front of me. <sighs> happened twice last time i got into an accident was 2014 it was 2014 i was driving on the 134 no not the 134 i was driving on the uh what's the glendale freeway the one the two that goes up uh, oh know, yeah the two yeah even yeah anyway for those of you in southern california who are familiar with the freeways so i got i got rear-ended i was transitioning on to the 134 from the two i got rear-ended and I was fine after the accident. The next day, I had my neck. I couldn't move my neck. And oh. I felt I felt so stupid because I'd always mocked people that claimed to have whiplash yeah. after accidents. And I was like, wait a minute. that's no, no, I'm sure some of those people were lying, but that's actually legit. And they told me, the, the, the doctor said that it's because 
you have you know, when you get in an accident, you have uh, what's the thing? What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, you, you know, your whiplash. You're, well, no, no, no. But you don't notice it because you have the chemicals in your brain working adrenaline. all the time. Adrenaline, yeah, adrenaline, yeah, that's it. And so uh, I didn't realize it. And you know, the next day, when that's the, when actually I think it was that night when stuff wore out, uh, the adrenaline wore down. I was like, "Whoa, man, that's crazy." Uh, anyway, uh, a gentleman from uh, I assume he's from Canada. He says, uh, "Have have uh, also I live in." Oh, he says he lives on a beautiful Vancouver Island, oh. and there is a place you need to take your bride called Tofino. You ever heard of Tofino in Vancouver? No. Check this out. Google it. T-O-F-I-N-O. This place is freaking awesome. Wow. I'd never heard of it before. They got the beach. They got the woods. They got everything right there. It's picturesque. It looks like a postcard, this place. You know what? If if Catalina looked like this, I would go to Catalina. This is gorgeous. <laughs> Man, this is absolutely good. This is something you would see in a movie, on a postcard. On a right? yeah. on a screensaver, this is gorgeous. That is this look. This looks like Italy in some ways, where the where the woods meet the sea. It's, yeah, uh, wonderful. Never heard of it before. It's a district Man. in Van on Vancouver Island. They only have they have less than two thousand residents on the west coast of Vancouver Island in British Columbia. Man, that is. A little paradise, man. I wish I had written down the name. Bad job by me, uh, the gentleman that sent this. But you shouldn't be telling people about your secret there. And he just told me, and I just repeated it to thousands and thousands of people. Bad job by you. All right. So I wonder what the approach is because it's not it's not close to Vancouver. Like you have to. It almost looks like distance from L.A. to Las Vegas in, in just in terms of like a Miley. flight. Yeah, so it's probably like a forty-five minute flight because you got to go over some water too. But man, this thing is right on the west coast. It looks absolutely gorgeous. They say they have boat services. You could take a boat. Okay. Kind of... uh, yeah. One of these days, I'm going to take a boat across Lake Michigan from uh, from Appleton, Wisconsin. I have my uh, cousins that live in uh, northern Michigan, and so she's. Um, my my cousin Marcy's like you got to take the uh, the boat across uh, Lake Michigan to uh, so I got to do that. But this this yeah. place looks awesome. Yeah, yeah they have the so they there, have the but... San Juan Island. So they have like the Waldron Island, the the Lumney Island, the Lumi Island. Man, there's like a bunch of little islands as you go through from Vancouver to Tofino. Yeah, Man. it's pretty neat. The weather there, I'm looking at the uh, weather in Tofino right now in November, 38 degrees on average. Uh, or the da- Oh, the daily mean is uh, 44 degrees. Mm. It's usually, it seems like it'll be in the 40s until, and it doesn't get hot like during the summer. It's, it's like, it's Canada, man. It's supposed to be cold. Yeah, I bet it, you the spring is probably awesome. Uh, April, 46 degrees average. May, 50, 50.9. Yeah. The hottest it gets is in July at 58 degrees. Actually, no, August, 59 degrees in August. Hmm. So it's like cool. But they have gotten up to the 90s before. But that the, the daily average is, uh, I guess it can't get in the 60s. Maybe I'm reading this wrong. Who knows? I don't know. But it says uh, it says 50s, low 60s. 
are you really going to Celsius or Fahrenheit? <laughs> I know. I, mean, I, know. I, I, was, I was looking at the wrong. I don't know. I'm, I'm American. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, like kidding, the, I'm kidding. The gasoline in uh, in Canada, right? They sell by they sell by the liter. Isn't that how they? Sell That's right. Gas? Yeah. yeah. What what's bigger, a liter or a gallon? Uh, I believe uh, I believe a, a gallon is, isn't it? I don't know. I'm, I have no idea. Google it. Just Google it. Let me know. The yeah. shit will hit the fan. Best know. month to visit Tofino is June to September. Oh, okay. So we just missed it. We'll have to wait till next year. Yeah. Could I get um, a studio? I'm in the Northwoods. Could I be in the Tofino Woods in the Vancouver Island Northwoods? You'd have to bring an axe at least, right? Paul Bunyan walking around there chopping wood. Yeah. So conversion yeah. one gallon is about three point seven nine liters. Wait, wait. So one. So the, a liter is more than. Yeah. Okay. So they get a better deal in Canada with their gas. Yeah. They pay more. Uh, I don't know how they could pay more than us. Will gas prices ever go down again? Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe they'll go down in a year. A year, yeah, yeah. Once certain members of political parties are voted out of office, and then they have to do something to address the inflation. Well, maybe Possibly. they're talking about another, not here in the state of California. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, California's insane, man. It's the same fucking gas, and uh, of course they claim it's it's different because the. Uh, the uh, environmentalists uh, put the make them have a have to put a different mix of gas together so they can yeah. charge an extra dollar and all the gas tax and all that. <laughs> Not to get political gas going, but before I forget, a story that caught my attention. So, L.A. Uh, L.A. proper is a shanty town. Mm-hmm. It is horrible. Uh, there is so much homeless. I feel bad for the homeless. But a lot of these people don't want to get off the streets. They love doing their drugs, and they don't want anyone telling them where to go and all that. And they like you know, shitting and pissing on the street. It's just a reality. So for the last, I would say, five years in particular, L.A. has decided very boldly to just allow the homeless to do whatever they want yeah. and not bug, right? It's got even worse since COVID. So you drive on the 101 in, in downtown L.A., and it is horrific. It is the worst of the worst, right? You feel like you're in a third world country because there's yeah. so much hope. It's terrible. So this week, the city of L.A. decided randomly that they need to clean up the homeless encampments, right? They need to take up the homeless because it's become such a big problem. Finally, they decided we need to do something about this. So the L.A. Times, the paper of record in L.A., uh, complained that it's for political reasons, that they're doing it and they're being inhumane to the homeless. So apparently all those people that pay property taxes are supposed to just pay their property taxes and uh, and not clean up the shit and the, the, the people that are degrading their neighborhoods. They're just supposed to take it. It's unbelievable. Serious. Oh, my God. All right. Especially uh, John, kind of stupid. John writes in, says, one of the most hated people in St. Louis, bar none, Seriously, I can't think of an opposing player, manager, or politician, and Missouri has some doozies, uh, despised here more than your man, Stan Kroenke. Mm. Well, John, first of all, he's not my man. I just happen to like the Rams. He happens to be the guardian of the Rams franchise right now. That's number one. Number two, 
I do have friends in the media that are buddy-buddy with Stan Kroenke, supposedly. Uh, we had Jerome Jurenovich on the podcast. He's buddies with Kroenke, worked for Kroenke in Denver. I think your guy Colin Cowherd is a Kroenke disciple, I believe, as well. And I used to know uh, Joe McDonald, the late Joe McDonald. He passed away. Obviously, I don't know. He's dead. But uh, Big Joe, the big nasty L.A. radio legend, he knew Kroenke a little bit. Kroenke's friends with select people in the media. But I've heard good things about him. But he's a very private man. But obviously, the St. Louis thing, oh, man, that is a major, major F-up that's going to cost a ton of money. All right, last one here, Lord Goofa. From Cardboard City, writes, and he says, would you rather, this is a good question for both of you, he says, would you rather have a pause button in your life or a rewind button? Now, does the rewind button mean that you can redo? Yeah, I'm going to assume creative license here, artistic license, that you could redo the life that you have. That you Redo. Could yeah, rewind. Yeah. And what would you change? <laughs> not doing this podcast that would be number one uh, I, I think uh, I think some I think some dating choices back in the day um, I think academic selections back in the day are important or like thereof um, yeah. and I probably should have followed my dad's advice and played baseball instead of football into college um, those are just a handful I you know what I screwed up. I, I can admit this as being like the, uh, I guess, the, the ringleader of the group. But in my 20s, all my friends I, I grew up with in San Diego, anytime there was a bachelor party, it was always Las Vegas. But then now that I've traveled internationally, I don't know what the hell we're thinking. Like, there's so much more out there than just Vegas or San Diego or L.A. or Miami. It's It's embarrassing. <laughs> Like, it's a lot easier though to get to Vegas or Miami. You don't have to worry about a passport and all that stuff. You know, you're good to go. But, but it's it's I, like a man once told me, it doesn't matter like where you're going. It's about the journey. Well, it's yeah, it's the stories you pick up along the way, and that is why I would not hit the rewind button. As much as I would like to be go back and hang out with my mom again and people I love that have died in my life, and I think that would be great. I'm convinced I would see we are all a product of our decisions, right? We're product. Every decision you make leads to the next decision and leads to who you become and yeah. life experience. So I wouldn't go back because I would make different decisions, but I'd probably fuck up in a different way. You know what I mean? So <laughs> so I'm OK with where I'm at in life. I feel like I'm in a good spot in my life. I would like to hit the pause button. I'll tell you why. Because. You know, the, the 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 grind, and we all have our own problems in life, but the grind of doing the radio show and the podcast, I, I would be fun to take a couple of months, hit the pause button, and not have to worry about all that, and just travel around, enjoy life, yeah, and just have some downtime and reset. And I only get to do that usually a week a year, 10 days a year at the end of the year, but to do it for a couple of months, to hit the pause button, that would be awesome. That would be great. And so I would choose the pause button rather than the rewind button because yeah, in, re in retrospect, that'd probably be a little bit better with women, uh, with the life experience I have now and yeah. stuff I know now. But then I probably would have made you know different mistakes with, you know, there's, there's uh, as, as we like to say, a, a couple of different ways to slice an orange or peel an orange, a couple of different ways to tie shoes or whatever. You just pick a different way, but that doesn't mean it'd be perfect. There'd still be muddy waters there as well. So, anyway. yeah, that's interesting. 
All right, anything to promote, Gascon? Anything to promote? No, just uh, Betty versus the Penny, Week Nine. If you if you need to find it, you can go to your Twitter handle uh, or, or yeah. mine, and then of course uh, you, know, you got the uh, loud and proud uh, Arizona Cardinals in San Francisco today. So yeah, go Niners, go, go Niners, go Rams and Titans tonight, and I will be on after that game. Now tonight, will you will you dance a little bit with the Aaron Rodgers conversation at all? Yeah, you know I have to see where we're at in the Rodgers story, and I have a feeling that something will have come out on Sunday morning about Aaron Rodgers that there'll be whether it's Glazer or Schefter will have some scoopage about that story. So I'll yeah, yeah I don't know that I'll do it on the overnight show Sunday in the money, but I guarantee we're gonna circle back to Aaron Rodgers. It'll be on the we'll be on the same brainwave uh, Monday into Tuesday, and uh, that's a story that will have legs because we'll have we have to wait to see Rogers comes back. Like when's he going to come back? What's going to you know that whole thing? Does he retire? What's when the, when the shit hits the fan? And he's obviously upset based on his interview back on Friday with Pat McAfee, his paid interview uh, with comments he made. He dragged Joe Rogan into this thing, so. It'll it'll uh, be interesting in, in the the locker room. Is there dissension in the Packer locker room? Are people upset with Aaron Rodgers? I know a lot of liberal hack columnists are upset, but will it actually matter in the locker room? <laughs> of people not care. So anyway, uh, have a great rest of your Sunday. Thank you. Five stars on the podcast. Please remember that cameo.com. I'm on there. Gascon's on there. If you want to have us do a cameo for you. You can do that and be safe. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.